Today's episode should be brought to you by apple pie yogurt, but it isn't. It's delicious, and it should be, but it isn't. Happy Monday, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's also brought to you by coffee and wine glasses. Anywho. Hi. So Mental Health Monday. We should just call it Health Monday, but then it doesn't make sense. But we're just going to call it Mental Health Monday. Because I think this has to do with mental health a little bit. Coffee and yogurt? Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. It is really dry here. It's finally fall. And last night we actually had... It was cold. We took the AC out last night. Yeah, anyways. I have a Starbucks coffee coupon, so I'm going to go use that today, I think. <laughs> What are we going to talk about today, Josie? How's your mental health? Um, I was on my lovely, fabulous Reddit, and I actually came across this post about this lady who was talking about uh, her and her son going to a doctor. And um, this has a lot to do with EDS. So, and normalcies. Like, I wish someone would have told me... <sighs> Truth of the matter is, yes, I wish someone would have told me uh, what's normal. Like, what is a normal baseline for human beings? Because that would have been awesome. I understand that there is no, like, there's no actual normal. But there's a baseline, right? There's always a baseline. There's always like the bell curve, There's a, but there's always a baseline for everything. So the bell curve is like people up here, everybody fits in here, and then there's people down here. We know what a bell curve is. Okay, so um, I'm totally with this woman in that I think that, uh, like, I don't know, maybe when we're in calm class in grade 11, instead of learning about how to not do heroin and have babies, um, maybe you should teach us one our taxes. That would be really helpful. I'd like to know how to do my taxes, please. Um, so one our taxes and two. Um, what's normal? Okay, what's a normal baseline for like I don't know a healthy body, a healthy mind? Yeah, there's people out of that bell curve. There's people who have issues. But, like, what's a normal amount of pain to be dealing with? Because this woman was talking how she went to the doctor. And she's like, oh, do you ever, like, just hurt so much you just want to drive off a bridge? Doctor's like, nope. <laughs> that's not normal, dear. And, uh... That is for us. Um, everybody's thought about driving off a bridge at one point in their life. Right? <laughs> There we go. I got a new phone case and it hates me. It fucking hates me. Baselines. So, assuming that at least once in everybody's life they've wanted to drive their car off a bridge. Let's assume that's the baseline. Beans is acting at squirrels. Um, 
but what's the reason you want to drive your car off a cliff? Okay, so that's what we have to really get into. Most people, it's going to be like money, divorce, adultery, you know, the normal shit. For chronic pain patients, it's pain. Especially when you find out when you're sitting there. And this is from recent experience. This happened to me in July. Okay. What are we? October. August, September. So like three months ago. This happened to me. I didn't know that how hurty I feel every day wasn't normal. Anybody else? Anybody want to chime in there? I didn't know that it wasn't normal for your entire body to hurt all the time, every day. I didn't know. And then you have the flare-ups. The flare-ups are great. So what is normal? What is normal to a chronic pain patient? What is normal to an addict? What is normal to a normal person? So I guess a normal person, and I did some looking into this last night because I was really interested in like what a normal person feels. So I guess a normal person is always between a zero and a three. Shitty, right? We're all like, oh God, that sucks. As we're saying it and thinking about it. A chronic pain patient, on average, I'm not saying it's better or worse, I'm saying on average, is between a three and a seven, okay? On average, every single day. That's just how they wake up. They wake up in between a three and a seven and they're like, this is stupid. On average, okay? So, I don't remember a day in my life where something didn't hurt. I thought everybody was like that. Y'all aren't all, you're not all like that. You just, y'all have these days where you're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm not fine. How do I get this? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I want that vibe. No. No, 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 no. That's not reality for me. So, FYI, chronic pain people. We're in between a three and a seven. Normal people are in between a zero and a three. And that also goes for other things like mental, mental stuff. Uh, I guess normal people don't experience as much anxiety. Um, what comes along with EDS, and I didn't know this, is chronic anxiety disorder. And I was diagnosed with chronic anxiety disorder long before I was diagnosed with EDS. But it comes along with it because you are always in this hypersensational state because it's pain. Pain puts your receptors up. So you're always in this, this like tense hyperness. Those are my words. Can we remember that, uh, disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't play a medical doctor on TV. I don't even pretend to be a medical doctor. The disclaimer is also in the description. I'm just talking from the point of view of a patient. So 
years and years and years ago, I broke my knee. Was I hurty before that? Well, yeah, it hurt all the time before that. And then I broke it. And then that was hurty all the time. And I just contributed all of my pain all the time to my knee. Um, which I'm learning as you age with this, you hurt things. And the best thing to do is to stay active. Catch 22. <laughs> Here we go. Being active is how you hurt yourself in the first place. Um, and the thing is, like, my partially torn ligament never healed in my knee. Now I have three in my ankle. One of them, they think, is, like, a lot older. And I think I know exactly when I did it, too. Um, but it's a lot older. And, uh, c'est la vie that tells me that's not going to heal properly either. But you just got to find other ways around it. Because a huge thing about having hypermobile joints is you really need to make those muscles around them stronger so you don't literally fall apart. Um, like, my skin doesn't fall apart. Well, it kind of does. But, like, inside. You know, like, you dislocate everything. Oh, I'm shaking the table really bad. <laughs> So you dislocate everything and uh, it sucks and it hurts. But that's my normal. And I did not know that that wasn't normal. So the garbage truck is coming. I don't know how loud it's gonna be. Also another thing that I have that um, I didn't know wasn't normal. I have a geographic tongue. Isn't that weird? Okay, so I didn't know that that wasn't normal um, until a couple years ago. And I was like, so uh, I don't even remember what I was talking to. I think it was, no, it wasn't Rochelle. It was somebody else. Um, and I was like, is your tongue all weird? Like, I don't know how it came up. And like, yeah. I brush my tongue every day. I like scrape it off because I thought it was the weirdest thing and it would never not be like that and I guess part of how you can get a geographic tongue from having chronic inflammation which is what I have and I think that was the car quietest garbage can thing I've ever heard in my life um so <laughs> beans bean says hi yes Beanie. hi wait what's up do you want to be in the show do you want to be in the show? No? Okay. I'm not wrestling with her today. So I have a geographic tongue, but that's part of chronic inflammation. And then chronic inflammation comes along with like EDS and POTS. Potty pot pot POTS. POTS is fun. So there's another baseline of normal that I had no idea Everybody didn't have all these weird blood pressure problems, okay? Or your heart rate. The lowest my heart rate got was like 42. And I'm like, oh, should I be dead? <laughs> should I try like deep sea diving? Like hold your breath by yourself? Because like, yes, beans. What, little one? What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah? Tickly ribs? 
Okay, we're done. So, <clears throat> deep sea, deep sea diving. That's where we are. We're at pots. But I guess I can't do that because my blood pressure is so weird. So the lowest my blood pressure ever was that I've measured, that I had measured in a doctor's office. Okay. Because my weight management doctor was like, hey, um, why are you always falling over all the time when you get up? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> part of life. <laughs> See? Part of life. It's my normal. It always has been my normal. My blood pressure has just been weird. My mom has weird blood pressure too. It'll get really low and then it'll go really high. So she might have POTS, but like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah. Anywho. My blood pressure was, I think it was 89 over 68. The weight management guy said I needed to go have a cheeseburger. I was like, I don't want a cheeseburger. <laughs> Any other suggestions? <laughs> so yeah, so... With POTS, that's one of the comorbidities of EDS. Um, so you can have all of these things wrong with you, and it's insane. I need more caffeine. Okay. With the comorbidities of EDS, learning that things aren't normal. What is our normal? Pots, for example. We're just going to do pots for a minute, okay? And then I want to get to mast cell activation syndrome because that's a gong show. With pots, the normalcies of pots. Weirdo blood pressure, feeling dizzy, falling over. You would think you wouldn't want to feel dizzy and fall over. But you know what? I'll take that over being on like 10 pills. So they're like, here's here's the the treatment I'm like, okay, we can put you on a pill to regulate your blood pressure. I'm like, that's dumb. But okay, what's next? They're like, and your blood pressure will probably get a little bit too high, so we'll have to put you on something to lower your blood pressure to even it out. I'm like, okay, that's dumb. Then with, as for your like heart rate, since it's so low, we need to put you on something that'll increase your heart rate, but it'll make your blood pressure go up even higher. So just, do you see where I'm going with this? Like, like, no. I'm like, can I opt for just being dizzy? And just doing what I've been doing this entire time and hoping for the best. Are you sure that's what you want to do? Yes. 100%. Okay. Mast cell activation syndrome. I got diagnosed with like severe allergies when I was young. Um, my mom took me to the allergy specialist. My mom has always been there for me and helped me through all of this crazy shit because she's like, this is my kid, I'm gonna help her. Because um, I would tell my mom, mom, I don't feel good. And like, I, I never faked it when I was a kid. I, I know some kids are like, <clears throat> I don't feel good, I don't wanna go to school. I did not feel good, but I still wanted to go to school, but I couldn't. Um, and then there was truancy involved and all kinds of other stuff. And like, I, yeah, they were like, oh, you're just keeping her home. And no, I actually was quite ill. Um, so 
I'm all for earlier diagnosis of this kind of stuff. But at the time, this was back in the 90s, they diagnosed me with, uh, I'm 1% of 1% of the population with allergies. I'm like, wow, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Of course. You're allergic to candida, so which means you're allergic to yeast, sugar, all kinds of stuff. Wheat. I'm not... Uh -uh. Uh, so I'm not celiac. I'm not lactose intolerant. I have allergies to it. Different thing. It's a totally different thing um, because the reaction in your body is completely different. So I had allergy shots for years and years and years and those actually helped. Um, they helped quite a bit. And now I'm able to eat certain things that I couldn't before like chocolate, eggs, uh, chocolate, yeah, so I uh, I ended up gaining a lot, a lot, a lot of weight <laughs> um, because I couldn't go to the grocery store and get the apple pie yogurt. I know, I know it's crazy, but like, <clears throat> I couldn't do it. I had to have plain yogurt or vanilla. It's disgusting. Plain yogurt is. Could you put seasoning in it, Josie? No. <laughs> like, thinking about it is making me sad. Um, like, I could have a piece of steak. That's it. I could have a piece of chicken. What do you put on chicken, people? Spices. What do you put on steak? Grill. <laughs> I could have a piece of fish. I'm not allergic to shellfish. Thank God, because crab is so good. <clears throat> so, I'm not allergic to shellfish. I'm not allergic to fish. I could have fish. What do you put on fish? Lemon. <laughs> so all those delicious things that you can put on the things, I couldn't have because they were doing my allergy thing. Um, And that was from the mast cell when I was younger. It's like, it's all kind of making sense now. So what is my normal? My normal and normal people's normal. Normal people are sitting here listening to this being like, oh, you can't put lemon on your fish? No. <laughs> I can't put batter on it either. Um, Like we would go for fish and chips to this place. It's called uh, Crawlers. It's gone now because of Pandy, but Boyd's, the fresh seafood market is still there. Um, but we would get fish and chips and I would just take the batter off and eat the fish. I felt kind of gross after, but I still had a gallbladder then, so I couldn't eat the batter anyways, even if I wasn't allergic to it, because then I'd throw up because my gallbladder was so severely scarred when they took it out. They were shocked it hadn't come out like 10 years earlier. But because I was overweight, Nobody believed me that my gallbladder hurt <clears throat> until I had a doctor. Her name was Dr. Goliath. And I was like, look, <laughs> I have tried everything I can possibly think of, but I can't eat anymore without getting sick. And uh, that's not normal. So she sent me at first, like his process of elimination, right? Because surgery is like the last possible thing you want to do. 
she sent me to this like diet place. I was already going to weight management and they thought it was kind of stupid that I was sent here and I kind of did too. So I went to this like this thing for people how to get their health back in check. And I was like, okay, what am I doing here? So they did this full, like, it was like a three hour thing. They did this exam. They did they a presentation. There was like t 10 other people there. Every single person there was twice the size of me. I'm not little. <laughs> Every single person, like, like, I'm not little. Like we, we, we know I'm not little. Okay. But every single person there was two of Josie. I'm sitting there and feeling kind of awkward because I can fit in a chair. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Um, and I'm sitting there and like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the fattest person there. Like when I was on my way there, I was like, I am absolutely going to be the fattest person there. And I walked in and I was like shocked how bad it was. Every single person there was twice the size of me. Um, and I'm sitting in this thing. I listened to the whole presentation. I'm polite. Uh, one of the nurses comes up to me. She's like, oh, we're going to do your exam thing. And she's kind of looking at me like, what are you doing here? <clears throat> so we did all of my stuff. We had a recent blood work. We had all this stuff. She's like, she looked right at me. She's like, I don't know why your doctor sent you here. There is nothing we can do for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. At the time I was working. So I took a day off work. To go to this thing. To get assessed. Um, yeah. It was brutal. It was brutal, brutal. It was embarrassing. It was humiliating. Um, like some of the tests I couldn't do as well as some of the other people. Because I had a broken knee. Um, but the, the people saw that I had a broken knee and they're like, no, it, it's okay. We see your medical history. You have a broken knee. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> broken knee. So then I, I went back to my doctor and she's like, okay, we're going to ultrasound your entire abdomen. Um, we got that back. And she called me like the day it came back and was like, you need to come in here. This is insane. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Tracy, the, the medical office manager at her clinic called me. She's like, Josie, just, can you come in today? I was like, yeah, actually I have the day off. Couldn't we have booked this stupid thing on the day off? So I went in and they're like, we need to take your gallbladder out. <laughs> and I'm like, Wow. <laughs> I could have told you that. And then Pandy happened. So, uh, good old Pandy. And I'm just talking about this stuff to give you guys a baseline of what other people's normals are. So my normal was living, like my gallbladder would, I looked pregnant. It, my stomach would stick out that bad. I looked six months, seven months pregnant. It would get that big. Um... Apparently that's really bad. So my doctor's like, okay, if it gets like that, you know, call, call, uh, not HealthLink, um, call the Rocky View. I think it was the Rocky View. 
I don't remember who I was supposed to call. It, but it wasn't HealthLink. It was something else because it was like, hey, we got to report this. We got to kind of try and get me into surgery during the pandemic. <clears throat> so it was about, it was just before Christmas. Um, I had a gallbladder attack and it almost killed me. And I didn't know it almost killed me because this is wrapping back to the high pain tolerance thing because you're always in some sort of chronic pain. This made me change my perspective on how I treat my pain. So we're in Pandy. Um, Pandy is pandemic. For those of you who are skipping ahead. Pandy is pandemic. So we're in the pandemic. <laughs> um, and it's just before Christmas. It was like the end of November, beginning of December. And I wake up in the middle of the night and I was like, that's not cool. What is that? And the pain was intense. And I got up and I went to the bathroom. And, uh... It was like a gray color, like fecal matter. Yes, we're talking about poo on my podcast. <laughs> I may have lost my ducks. <laughs> so it's like gray, like gray, chalky gray. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. I lay back down and I'm laying there and I'm like pushing on my gallbladder to make it stop hurting. And I'm like, I can get through this. It'll be okay. I can get through this. And I'm just talking myself into something that a normal person with a normal baseline <clears throat> would have considered life-threatening pain. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with the chronic pain talking myself through my liver failing essentially because <laughs> when your stool is gray or chalky color it means your liver is not getting the bile it needs and it's suffocating essentially and it's killing you um so you can go into like toxic shock you can like all kinds of shit and i'm just like talking myself through it's gonna be okay you can get through this blah 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 couple weeks later i go to my doctor maybe a week or two later because i was also in the midst of my breakdown so i had to check in with my doctor all the time um so i go to my doctor and I tell her about this. And she just looks at me. She's like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, it was gray. And I was just like talking myself through it. And she's like, and it didn't hurt. I'm like, no, it hurt. But like, I got through it. And she looked at me. She put her hand on my knee. And she's like, she looked me right in the eye. She like leaned in. And we're in the pandemic. Okay. She's a doctor. If that ever happens again. You go right to emergency and you tell them and they will take your gallbladder out right there. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, 
your liver was failing. You could have died. And I remember the blood, like, just draining out of my face. I was like, whoa, like, really? Because I've done that before. Um, I'm like, what do you mean I could have died? She's like, your liver was failing. That's what that means. And it, it just kind of, it kind of, I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, well, why didn't it hurt? I, and I asked her, I was like, if my liver's failing, wouldn't that hurt? And she's like, it does hurt. Normal people. I'm like, ah, baselines, people. These are the baselines, okay? The baselines of chronic pain. What hurts me doesn't necessarily hurt someone with higher chronic pain, or it's debilitating with someone who doesn't have chronic pain. Okay? If you ever, any ache or pain, you really need to, don't, for the love of God, Google what's wrong with you. Okay? If you already know what's wrong with you, you can Google, like, what's the best brace for my nerve subluxing off my elbow? And Google will be like, oh, I recommend this sleeve thing. You pull it on and it's got a little pad and it doodles you. Right? That's what you can Google. You don't Google, why does my stomach hurt? Because then it's going to be a fuck show. <laughs> Once you know what's wrong, but... Then you Google, like, how is turmeric okay to take with tart cherry? Yes, it is. Jameson makes it for us. Um, stuff like that, right? Because a lot of times they'll say, like, take some supplements that anti-inflammatory supplements, and I love them. Um, but your pains, if it is an out-of-the-ordinary pain, think about it. Especially if it's your insides. Like, if it's your limbs and shit, we all know, especially with EDS, what's going on. You're like, oh, that's dislocated or ripped or just not where it's supposed to be. It'll go back. <laughs> right? Like, I popped my, my hip came out on Thursday and still kind of hurty today, but it went back in. I can walk. So we're good. Everything's fine. Um, What I'm getting at is if you have pain that is out of the normal in between here and your hips go to the doctor or ask or make the phone call to the nurse or something and be like hey does this need some sort of medical attention this is for everybody especially for people who have chronic pain does does this need to be scanned do i need you to like give it a little you know like do we do we take a little picture or something an x-ray poke around a little maybe um, just because I don't want anybody to die because they didn't know that their liver was failing. Liver's fine now. Liver's happy. Gallbladder's gone. It's in that incinerator over there. <laughs> My liver's good. Um, but with EDS, everybody who has EDS tends to have a slight fatty liver. And I've had that my entire life. And uh, none of my other organs have any fatty issues with them. Even though I'm overweight. But I carry most of my weight in my hip and my ass and my stupid boobs. Um, so my torso is actually quite small. Um, 
but my hips and my ass and my thighs are fucking Kardashian envy, you know, like, it's gross. <laughs> Pants, getting a fucking pair of jeans. This is why I don't wear jeans anymore. This is totally off topic. I don't wear jeans anymore because every single pair of pants on this planet is made for somebody without an ass, except for there was this one store on 17th Ave and it was specifically catered to like the rap community, like, uh, like black women and stuff. Cause you have bigger bodies, just the way your bodies are shaped. And I would get jeans there because it's just the way my body's shaped and it's gone. And I don't know what happened to it. Um, but they would have it. So like, when you undid the waist, um, like the fly seemed a lot longer. So you had more room to pull it over your butt, but it actually snatched your waist like it's supposed to. Instead of sitting down and having ass gap. You know what I mean? Because I don't really have any back fat either. I have a little bit. I think everybody has rolls when they sit down. Um, but it's just not the places that I'm big. And, uh, I want that store back. Anyways, to end this, that we're already at like 34 minutes, 35 minutes. <sighs> Baseline pain is different for everybody. There is the bell curve. There is the chronic pain patients, normal people, people who don't feel pain. It's not that the chronic pain patients don't feel the pain. It's just that the tolerance is so high because you're so used to living above the bell curve, above that baseline. Know your own baseline, okay? I had to explain this to an intern in my knee surgeon's office. with the bendiness. This was before I was diagnosed with EDS. I've always been double jointed or Dr. Worley would call it hypermobility. And uh, he was one of the ones who suspe suspected I had this um, and was kind of advocating like, hey, get her checked. And uh, other people were ignoring him, but that's fine. Anywho, um, I explained to this this intern. So he, he's bending my knee around and it didn't hurt. He's like, oh, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. You're within normal parameters. And I'm like, okay, normal for who? I'm like, I've told you I'm double jointed. I'm hypermobile. So normal, we bend it here. That's a normal bend. And then if it's hurty, it bends to here. Ouch. Hypermobile. We bend it to here. That's my normal. But if I bend it to your normal, that's my hurdy point. See where I'm going with? See where I'm going with that? It's your baseline. Know your baseline. Know what it is. And if something is out of the ordinary, especially in your torso, ask. I don't care if it's like the littlest pinch. I talked myself through never starting to fail, okay?
go to the fucking doctor. Do not, do not be me. Do not be me hoping that you walk into the bathroom and hoping you're not jaundice, okay? Do not be me. Because I also get kidney stones, but I haven't had one in a while. Thank fuck. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> don't be me. Don't be me. Don't, don't almost die. Because it doesn't hurt as much as you think it should. Because trust me, if that was a normal baseline patient, they would already be at the hospital. Okay? They'd already be there. Trust. Don't trust your pain. Trust your, that's not normal. Why does it hurt there? That's out of the realm of my normal hurtiness. It's not going to be worse. It's not going to hurt worse. Well, it might, but it, it's probably not going to hurt worse. But if it wasn't there before, and it's not like a normal, like, sublex rib or something, if it was not there before, go check. Like, if it's in a place where you're like, there should, there's no bones or muscles for me to fuck up here, get it checked, okay? <clears throat> That's Monday. That's Monday. And I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. And I will, uh, I'll talk to you later.